Good morning. It's a beautiful Sunday in the Old Pueblo, and you're listening to KTDT Tucson. Thank you for spending a part of your brunch hour with us on your downtown Tucson community-sponsored rock and roll radio station. On this week's show, we're going to interview with Nick Wayne Eggman. He is the co-owner of High Wire Lounge here in downtown. They've been open since 2015. They serve a unique product in a spherical alcohol. They're making a move into the green sphere, and that's what we wanted to talk to him about. We're going to find out what all of his efforts and plans are in just a few minutes. Today is October 10th. My name is Tom Heath, and you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar. Each and every Sunday, our focus is on social, cultural, and economic impacts in Tucson's urban core, and we shed light on hidden gems everyone should know about. From A Mountain to U Arizona, and all stops in between, you get the inside track right here on 99.1 FM, streaming on downtownradio.org, also available on our very own app, which is the Downtown Radio Tucson app. And if you want to get us on the show here, you can email us, contact at lifealongthestreetcar.org. That same URL will take you to all of our past episodes. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram. And if you like podcasts, ask your smart speaker to play Life Along the Streetcar podcast. Or check us out on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, and so many other places. So much is going on here in Tucson. It is uh, fall. Festivals are back. Tucson Meet Yourself is underway. Maybe get a chance to go out and see the the new version. The first time it's been live in a couple of years. So uh, it's going on through a part of today. And then for those of you that were looking for the Presidio Museum's Living History Days on second Saturday, they uh, moved that to the 16th. They didn't want to conflict with Tucson Meet Yourself. So they pushed that uh, date back a week, giving us even more opportunities to explore the amazing events in downtown Tucson. Well, our featured guest today is no stranger to special events in downtown Tucson. He is the co-owner of High Wire Lounge, which is in the Gibson Court right behind Johnny Gibson's downtown market off of Arizona Avenue. He and his uh, co-founder started the business in 2015 and they serve a unique product, a cocktail made with a, 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 a magically uh, formula spherical uh, alcohol. Uh, it's, uh, it's an interesting product if you've, if you've never tried it. It's, it's certainly hard to describe, but uh, our guest, Nick Wayne Eggman, will uh, try to do so here in just a moment. But their, uh, their business is making a move to the green space, and they've got a lot of plans to make their footprint more sustainable and really improve the general area in which they operate. And that's really why we wanted to sit down with him. Had a chance to talk with uh, Nick uh, a couple of days ago. Well, we, uh, we're here with Nick Wayne Eggman, one of the co-owners of the High Wire Lounge in downtown. Uh, Nick, thanks for uh, spending a little time with us today. Hey, thanks, Tom, for having me. So you, you've been uh, operating out of uh, downtown for about six or seven years now, right? Yeah, uh, it was six years June uh, this past summer. What 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 on earth possessed you to move downtown in 2015? Um, good, good question. So I grew up here in Tucson, uh, then fled, lived most of my 20s up in Scottsdale, got into house flipping. Um, from there, when that, that started to dry up and, and not be as viable, uh, had a li- little pocket of money, 
and needed to do something with it. So investing into, you know, my hometown, downtown Tucson was what I decided. Um, and then very quickly it became apparent that it wasn't going to be a type of business that I could, could just go off and go back to real estate. Um, and so I kind of got sucked in and I've it, it, been here since. <laughs> sucked in and been here since. I, I, I think that might be the new motto, I guess, for, uh, for downtown, <laughs> right? We, we can't escape. Yep. Um, right. So tell us a little bit about your business model. I mean, obviously, we have a lot of uh, uh, bars, restaurants and such in downtown, but but yours was open uh, somewhat with a unique concept and remains, I think, the only one in the area. Correct. Yeah. So that's where my business partner, John Harden, comes in. He is one who's really developed our, our cocktail program uh, and people have really taken we, we call them pearl shots They're they're the spirified vodka on a, a soup spoon, um, and they've really become our, our thing. Everyone has their thing, um, and that's definitely ours. But uh, so people really seem to enjoy that. But this is this is science, right? I mean, you're talking about a, a spherical shot of vod- <laughs> vodka. I mean, that that doesn't happen naturally. How do you how do you make that happen? Right. So it's um, just so everyone knows it's not Jello, not gelatin, no animal byproducts. It, it is uh, completely vegan. Um, and it's, it's basically, it's, uh, secret, it's unicorn, unicorn tears and, and whatever John says. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's, it's molecular mixology. Um, there's a few ways to go about it. Um, a few different processes and, and, um, products that can be used. And just over the years, he's kind of perfected to get where you get that purification, um, without, without it getting too jellified where it's still, you know, a liquid in the center. Um, and just trial and error, and we kind of figured out, you know, what uh, the way to do it. What, what what led you to this this concept? I mean, what what why did you think this was a good idea? So when Highwire first opened, you know, our, our original uh, and current space, it's a shoebox. It's actually 785 square feet, so there's not much to it. Um, we we had our little space and our patio, um, and so in order to to set ourselves apart from you know, every other, you know, smaller cocktail lounge. It, it was just something, you know, to make us stand out. Um, over the years, we, we've grown. We've acquired more patio space. Um, we're currently in the process of construction across the way at the former independent distillery space. So it's going to go from a shoebox to to quite a big venue. Um, I think altogether it will be nearly 6,000 square feet um, uh, of, you know, space here downtown. So uh, well, let's talk about the space, first of all, because if you're not familiar with downtown, not only are you a shoebox, but you're you're tucked away sort of in the in, in, in the back corner of what used to be a, a gym equipment warehouse. Exactly. Yep. So that gym equipment warehouse, uh, Johnny Gibson's gym equipment uh, is now Johnny Gibson's downtown market. And we're in the back, which puts us right off of Arizona Avenue. Um, which for all intents and purposes is an alley. Um, so our front door is right off the alley. We don't have, you know, Congress or a main street um, storefront. Um, so, so yeah, we've had to find ways to adapt and evolve and, and you know, make a way for ourselves um, off this little alley here. Okay. And, and so you've had, um, you've, you've got the patio space and now you, you just mentioned you've taken over the, there was another uh, establishment across the patio from you and you've, you've taken over that space. Yes. And so construction's going full blast. Very excited. Hopefully it'll be up and running by the end of the year. Um, and so that, that'll give us, that'll kind of be our new home base. 
We'll keep the existing high wire. Um, we'll remodel it next year to match the aesthetics of the new high wire. And so we're basically going to have a, a north and a south end with a courtyard in the middle. Interesting. Okay, so you're do the renovations, get the new one open, and then remodel the original location to, to match the, the new one. Exactly. Yep. And seven hundred square feet to six thousand square feet. So that's that's right. That's that's more, right? That's bigger. Yeah, it's a lot more. Yeah. Um, so it, it'll be nice. We uh, have been very blessed that people, for whatever reason, have really taken the high wire. They, they seem to enjoy what we do. And so you know, having the, the lines that sometimes can wrap down the alley, around the corner, down Congress. So it'll be exciting to hopefully be able to to have the space, the facilities. Um, to serve, you know, customers more efficiently. Everyone who wants to come in will be able to get in. Awesome. Now, we, we had featured uh, Highwire a few years ago, not because of the bar, uh, but because of what you were doing in the art community. You were having, I think on Second Saturdays, you were having artists come in and do work um, live uh, on your yes. patio. So you've, you've been using that patio for more than just... Um, you know, just, just your normal business. Uh, I mean, what other things have you done on the patio? What are the things that you're doing there? All right. So that that's, uh, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. So aside from just selling cocktails, I mean, that's what we do. That That's how we all make a living here. But something very important from the beginning has been community involvement, making it about more than just selling cocktails. So as things with the pandemic start to lighten up, we, we, we are doing currently monthly pop-ups where we open up the space to local business people who might not have their own storefront or, you know, um, a physical retail space. And we have them come in um, and for a few hours, you know, Saturday afternoon, they have the space to set up a pop-up and, and get themselves out there. Um, so that's one thing we've been doing. We'd like to bring back live music here in the, the very near future. Um, and then if second Saturdays ever get going again, that's where the, the artist kind of mashup happened. We did it every second Saturday. Uh, we, we'd like to get that going again as well. So what are, what are, what are some examples? What are some of the businesses that have been uh, done as pop-ups? Oh, goodness. There, there are so many. Um, and it, I don't know. Is it, is, it, is it a monthly thing or, or is it, is it just periodic whenever, things, whenever the, th- the stars align? We started it up this summer. It's monthly. I think we skipped one month due to the heat, uh, but they, they picked back up. And our next one is actually coming up um, next Sunday. And I believe that is the, let me grab my calendar. So that'll be the, the 15th. No, no, no. This, the, uh, this, the, yeah, the 16th. The, okay. Yep. October 16th, we will have our next pop up here. Um, so yeah, if you're out and about on a Saturday afternoon, come check out all the wonderful local vendors, and it's it's usually everything from, you know. Um, oh, so it's it's multiple vendors. It's not. Oh yeah. Oh, I thought you meant you're yes. opening up to multiple vendors, but like one at a time. But you open it up. It's almost like a like a farmer's market or a, 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 exactly. an art fair. Exactly. Oh, so okay. we have anywhere from ten to a dozen, and every month it's different. We've had some, you know, people come back for apparel, clothing, jewelry. Um, Salsa, uh, candles, body scrubs, all kinds of uh, just wonderful local businesses. So for, you know, especially with the holidays, you know, that will be right around the corner. Uh, It's a great option uh, for gifts and whatnot. What um, uh, what hours does this operate then? Um, So it does vary uh, month to month. We kind of what we try to do, depending on uh, weather, is kind of try to coordinate it at a time. Um, now that the weather, you know, for the next, you know, from now until May is going to be amazing. 
Um, that gives us more options. But I will pull that up and get you the exact info. Um, but that's okay. We can we can also. Where do people find out more? Do they link to your website or, or what's the? Where, yeah, where so we're getting um, the event page set up. We, we just got a new website. Um, in the meantime, though, social media. So Highwires Facebook, um, Highwires Instagram. You can find all the, the info on events and things we're doing. Of course, we will also link to Instagram and Facebook from our page in case uh, you have any trouble finding it. We'll be back to the second half of our interview with Nick Wayne Eggman of. Highwire Lounge in just a moment, but I want to remind you that you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM, and available for streaming on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number one eight. 2420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. BK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity. Welcome back. We're going to finish up our interview here with Nick from Highwire Lounge, getting a sense of his history here in Tucson. And uh, this next step for the episode here, we're going to discuss some upcoming events and really get into the details of how they're going to make their space more sustainable and, and how they're going to impact the area in general. And you mentioned holidays, so I would imagine Halloween uh, downtown, is, is it coming back this year? Are we going to have a Halloween this year? Uh, and, you know, with, with as far as the pandemic and kind of at this point with vaccines readily available, um, it was a month or so ago I was on a conference call with Pima County Health. I, I think the direction everyone's going is vaccine awareness. If you want to get it, they are out there. So I think it, we're kind of at this point letting, you know, our customers, the public kind of dictate. So if, if they're ready to come back out, um, we're definitely going to have events um, with Jameson on Friday the 29th and then Bacardi. Saturday the 30th, Sunday the 31st, there will be a costume contest. I believe it's a $500 cash prize. Uh, so I, I think, yeah, downtown and, and everyone's ready uh, for Halloween. Well, and I think if there's one event that, uh, regardless of the controversy, we can all rally around and when it comes to mask wearing, it's, it's Halloween, right? Yes. So. <laughs> yep. Hey, but uh, the reason, you know, I, I love your establishment and I, and I love what you're doing in downtown and in, in the community field, but, but something came up recently that prompted this call. I was, um, I saw you had posted something, and then I actually talked to Mike Peel at Local First Arizona, and he had filled me in a little bit that you had just completed one of their green certification programs, one of their big ones, uh, and had gone Correct. through all the training, and you were starting to implement things in in your uh, in your business, and this has really kind of grown. But f first of all, what, tell us a little bit about your involvement with this green uh, effort through Local First, and, and what that meant to you, and why you're doing that. All right. So and this kind of ties into and, you know, I'm, I'm 41 years old now. So you start to get to an age where aside from just selling cocktails, what you know, what are you really doing? And so with community involvement and more than just, you know, at the surface level, um, getting involved with green initiatives, things that you know are for the betterment of you know the world around me is, is becoming more and more important. So through that course, um, the objective was by the end to develop a project where we could take what we learned uh, throughout the summer and implement it in, into something that we could bring you know to fruition to make reality 
uh, with you know my, my course, I decided to <clears throat> excuse me propose a project along Arizona Avenue, our entrance that we were talking about, and include green initiatives like uh, solar powered lighting. They're definitely for safety aesthetics. We could use a lot more lighting in this alley. Um, we do have quite a bit of vegetation in the scoreyard. I'd like to implement rainwater harvesting uh, to assist with that. I mean, those are just a few of the things, you know, I, I would like to accomplish. And then, so this started as an effort with Highwire in your business, but now I understand it's it's really kind of grown into um, a project that's going to pull other others into it. And, and it's really, it's sort of grown from there. Yes. And there, there's some great local businesses that I've been in touch with, um, Bottle Rocket, they actually take glass, recycled glass, and from that, they use it to create planters, benches. Um, I'd, li I'd like to have them, you know, involved in this project. Uh, the Watershed Management Group. Uh, Jennifer Johnson with Tipsy Picasso. She's a local artist. Um, she does paint classes, which serves the downtown community. So I'd really like to work with her on a mural along Arizona Avenue. Um, so aside from just... Um, the green initiatives, the basics of solar, rainwater harvesting. I'm going to do the, the Green Leaders program. It also extends into community outreach, engagement, inclusion. Uh, and so I kind of want to get all that together um, and use Arizona Avenue kind of as a, a canvas to where we can display that. Well, when I talked to Mike, uh, he in, in this we didn't actually, originally the conversation wasn't about your business or your effort. It just sort of came up. And then he explained to me, he's like, I think Nick has got one of the best, you know, from from a graduate standpoint, people have come through this program. He's sort of, he's got this probably the best cohesive, and one of the most you know, uh, immersive plans to get the community involved and really, and I think it excited him because it wasn't just about making improvements. It was what you just said, and that's spreading the the word and getting more businesses involved and making them more aware of, of the opportunities. Correct. Yep. Um, and so, the, so that's the goal. That's the plan. Along with that, though, I think it's important to note it's great things like soil power, rainwater harvesting. Though, those are things that, that can make a difference. However, in downtown, we just recently lost our, our recycling receptacle. Um, so that's a huge step, I feel, a huge step backwards. So as part of this plan with Arizona Avenue, I'd also like to get conversation going with, with the city of Tucson on ways we can you know, resolve any issues that were happening and get our, our recycling back downtown. Um, there's a huge amount as a bar of cardboard, aluminum bottles, and then all these glass liquor bottles that all are just now going into the trash. Um, so I, I think having, you know, uh, some type of way to, to recycle that, that makes sense. I mean, I can't load all this up at the backseat of my car every night <laughs> and take it somewhere. So we need to have a realistic, you know, way to, for these businesses to be able to recycle. Um, yeah, it just kind of blows my mind that, that for whatever reason, it was decided to, to remove recycling downtown. Well, we can, we can look into that from, from a few different standpoints. And, and you mentioned, but is it bottle rockets or that don't are they able to help you and take some of your glass and, and use that or is that not an option? And that, that very well could be. So bottle rocket, um, Anita Goodrich, who I've spoken with briefly, that could be an option um, to get our our glass, you know, put into some of her recycled products. Um, and I do believe there is a, a purple receptacle for glass over at Armory Park, which is wonderful. Um, and I, I'm sure it assists the residential, but you've got, you know, businesses right here in downtown that are going through 
a lot of glass every night. Um, it, it would be nice to have something that's more realistically uh, in, in our area. Understood. And it seems like, you know, kind of leading the way with with what you're doing. I don't know if you're putting in solar water harvesting and, and you know, engaging the community in all of these activities, maybe that will spur some some actions forward. And and where where is this? You talked about a mural. So this is new to me. Where is this mural going to go? I would like for it to go. There's a big empty wall that that I think is, you know, suffered damage graffiti over the years. And it has splotchy touch of paint in a variety of colors. Um, so I'd like it would go right across from where Highwire currently is uh, on the wall along Arizona Avenue. OK, so it'll be it'll be it won't be inside of your establishment. It'll be outside for the public. No, this would be something for everyone to enjoy. Um, Arizona Avenue, I mean, as it is kind of is an artery that connects Congress to Broadway. There's some new businesses opening up over off of Broadway. So this will probably get a lot more pedestrian traffic, you know, as time goes on. Uh, right now, like I said, it's pretty rough at nighttime, dim, not sufficiently lit at all. So for just safety um, and aesthetics, I think this project would greatly, you know, be a benefit to everyone downtown. Oh, fantastic. So, uh, Nick, tell us, Highwire, what, what are your hours? When are you normally open? Um, what specials do you have coming up? What, what, what events, things like that? What's going on? All right, so we are now back open seven days a week, uh, Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. Um, on the weekends, we open at, I believe, 2 o'clock. <laughs> it might be <laughs> at noon on Sunday. I don't know these things. I just read the checks. Um, <laughs> but... Um, open seven days a week with the pop-up community events we have some of the best djs in town on the, on the weekends um we do have uh actually right now a karaoke contest going on that's tuesday and the following will be the last two qualifying rounds um the last tuesday of october will be the finale and there is a 500 dollars cash prize for first place so that's actually pretty exciting uh, we've had some great singers uh, come out so far so if if you're interested, the next two Tuesdays, come by by 8 p.m. to sign up. All right. So in all of this information, the, the events, the, the contests, the pop-up markets, uh, and information about your, uh, your green projects as they're moving forward and ongoing, uh, this is all social media available. We can find it on Instagram, Facebook, and, and, the, and the such? Yep. Okay. Yep. Highwire Tucson. And are you uh, chronicling this, uh, this, this green transformation and going, you know, kind of doing it as a um, uh, its own little blog series or, 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 or how are we going to be able to track that? Um, you know, that, that's a good question. I'm not really good at taking pictures of things. You, usually I get a project done and then, oh, I should have got a picture of it before, but that's a good idea. And I think, yeah, it probably should be chronicled. So once it kind of gets it, its feet and gets off the ground, uh, that'll probably be something that, that we could do. All right. And can people help you? What, or do you need anything or are you just trying to pull all the pieces together right now? So right now, getting all the vendors together, quotes, I, I will uh, be getting an architect on board to come up with a rough plan because I believe that's what we'll need to then go to city council. And it'll really be up to them to, to approve this. This is city public property. Um, so they're going to have to be the ones to get the OK. And at that point, that's where I think community support would really come in handy. OK, so if you're. If you're interested in this project and want to see it move forward, pay attention to uh, Highwire Tucson's Facebook and Instagram pages. And when the time comes, uh, speak up and, and let your uh, uh, let let the folks know that you you support this. Yes, perfect.
Okay, well, we'll be keeping track. And if you want to reach out uh, to Nick or support any of their efforts or check them out, um, you can always head over to our Facebook page, and we'll have links to that uh, as well. But uh, I know it's uh, we're recording this on a Friday afternoon, so I would imagine you are uh, pretty busy. So I appreciate your yeah. time, and uh, I look forward to uh, catching up with you uh, over some spherical vodka. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much, Tom. All right, thank you. Nick Wayne Eggman, co-owner of High Wire Lounge. Appreciate his time as we appreciate that of all of our guests. My name is Tom Heath, and you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM, and available for streaming on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. BK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity. Well, thank you again to our guest, Nick from High Wire Lounge. Time uh, these days is extremely precious, and we appreciate him willing to spend some with us, and we appreciate that of all of our guests. You know, you know, to find out what's happening in the urban core directly from the mouths of those making it happen, it's uh, very refreshing and rewarding. And we know that it comes at a cost to them with uh, their daily schedule, so we appreciate that. If there's something we should be covering that we're not, something you think is pretty cool out there, another hidden gem, hit us up on our Facebook page, Instagram, or shoot us an email, contact at lifealongthestreetcar.org, because we'd like to share, and uh, quite honestly, I'm lazy, so I'd rather you just tell me what to talk about, and I'll, I'll go track it down, but all this research is killing me. Just kidding. That's the fun part. Hey, next week we do have some more exciting stuff coming your way. We've got uh, David Mitchell from the Pima Association of Governments. This group called PAG, it's a, it's a planning organization that really incorporates, incorporates all of the various organizations and municipalities in our region. So we're going to find out a few things about them, including a few cool upcoming events. And we're going to leave you today with a, a little music in honor of our guest. We're going to go way back to 1989. This is music from Tommy Keen. The album is called Based on Happy Times. And the music you're listening to, the song is High Wire Days. Hope you have a great week and tune in next Sunday for more Life Along the Streetcar.